This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right? Oh, I'm fine. I got no complaints today. I'm just happy to be alive and living for the Lord and full of bounce to the ounce and looking forward to whatever he has for me today. I oftentimes echo the prayer that Ed Mann, the former president of Eastern Nazarene College, used to pray. Good morning, Lord. What are you up to today? Count me in on it, please. Amen. <laughs> so I like to be counted in on whatever God has in mind for the day. Well, you and I were just finishing up our consideration of this matter of being an example. And uh, the last time we got together, we were looking at that uh, 15th verse of First Timothy 4, where Paul said, Meditate on these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Small thought here before we go on. There is no way to succeed if you practice partial surrender to God. Now, God has, he's, he's the God of infinite mercy. The Bible says his mercy endureth forever. He's the God of forgiveness. The Bible says there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest to be feared. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's the God of forgiveness and cleansing. He's the God of mercy and restoration. Oh, thank God he is. And we're imperfect human beings and we know it. But one thing God asks of, it, of us, and that is that if we're going to deal with him, we surrender totally to him. Our imperfections included. Give thyself wholly, W-H-O-L-L-Y, to them. The truths of the word of God, as you read them and as you understand them, are such that the only way you can succeed is by giving yourself over completely to God's will in that area. There is no substitute for complete surrender to God. Yield yourselves to God as those that are alive from the dead and the, your, the members of your body as instruments of righteousness unto God. Have you learned, beloved, to give up? No, you won't be perfect. Yes, you will have some failings and mistakes and shortcomings. Yes, there'll be times when you say, Lord, I blew it. Please forgive me. But basically, basically, you need to know that as you are and what you are and the kind of person you are, the whole package of you, could we say, has been handed over by faith to the Lord Jesus Christ. Give yourself completely. There is no way to succeed under the uh, the uh, shadow of in complete surrender. Now, he said, your profiting will appear to all. This is all under the heading of being a good example, being examples to the flock. We're over in 1 Peter 5. We came over here for an explanation of it. Remember? So this is part of your example, that you're profiting. Now, some people bristle a little when anyone remarks that they may have grown in the things of the Lord. And I think I ought to remind myself and all of the rest of us uh, 
today, let's not be so proud that we we bristle and resent it if anybody implies that that we may be improving a little, you know. You didn't start out perfect. That halo that you wear wasn't there before, you know. It took a while. <laughs> so he says that thy profiting may appear to all. People watch you to see if you're going anywhere in your life. They watch you to see if you're learning anything by the knocks and, and jostlings that you get in the process of living. They watch you to see whether you're learning anything by way of wisdom in handling situations. And the way to profit, says Paul, so that you'll be an example to others, is to let the Word of God work in your life. The only way to modify character permanently is to let the Word of God work <laughs> in your life. Will you remember that? Good advice doesn't do it. Sublimation doesn't do it. Willpower doesn't do it because you get tired trying. The only way permanently to modify human character is by applying the Word of God and letting the indwelling Holy Spirit make you different. We all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, that's a reference there to the Word of God, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image. That's His image. Get to be like the Lord. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord that thy profiting may appear to all. Part of your example is to be growing enough so that other people can be encouraged by it. All right? Make sure that God is having a chance in your life to make you grow. Now he said, take heed to thyself and to the doctrine, still under the heading of being a good example. You be careful. Watch your step. Take heed to thyself. We could say watch your step and watch what you really believe. Two things that are important. Watch your step and make sure what you really believe because that's the basis on which you live and influence others. Well, that was quite a handful of truth, wasn't it? Examples to the flock. 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 3. Now he says in verse 4 of First Peter chapter 5, When the chief shepherd, see now you're an under-shepherd, feed the flock which is among you. You're an under-shepherd. But when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Crown of glory, all the different crowns. Crown of life, crown of righteousness crowns. God is planning to reward faithfulness. That's the, that's the bottom line. Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. That's what our Savior says. God has plans to reward faithfulness. Now, what will happen on the other side of the ledger? What will happen to the part of our lives where we've been unfaithful? Well, I take comfort in the fact that Jesus said, He that believeth on me shall not come into judgment, but is passed from death unto life. 
We must all appear at the judgment seat of Christ, but that judgment is not going to be for salvation because he already paid for our sins. Whatever our blessed Lord is going to do at that judgment seat, it's not going to have anything to do with whether or not you're saved. Rather, it's going to have to do with recognition of the times that you allowed him to work through your life. Crown, when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. A reference here to the fact that things do fade and do disappear. Peter started that. Interesting how, how consistent the scriptures are with themselves. Peter started his his letter by saying, You're born again unto a living hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away. See, you got the same phrase there again. That fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. Uh, What's the point here? Well, you live a while and you know that all the values of life tend to diminish. The law of diminishing returns applies not only in the field of, of business, but also in matters having to do with energy and matters having to do with incipient or real values. Fadeth not away. What's it worth? Well, it's worth less now than it was before. You've had that experience when you bought a new car, haven't you? Well, if you didn't realize it, the minute you drove that car out of the showroom, it became worth at least $1,000 less. Bang, just like that. If for some reason the next day you brought that, that new car back, you'd driven, let us say, five miles in all, but you had bought it and you had driven it out and now you bring it back, you'll find that it's worth a great deal less than what it was the day before. Values fade away. Those of you who can remember the stock market crashes, you know that dollars disappear almost by magic in moments when you have one of these wild fluctuations in the stock market. Uh, People who have uh, been making fortunes in real estate tell me that in some areas the real estate market has what they call peaked out. And here is a person I was talking with the other day who said, well, I had hoped to sell my home for $350,000, but now they tell me I can't get more than 150 or whatever it was, you know. The price had dropped drastically. What happened to that other 200,000? It's gone. (laughs) It's gone. It faded away. (laughs) Well, you know what I'm talking about. He said, you'll receive a crown of glory that fadeth. Now, it's not the crown, it's the glory that doesn't do the fading. God's glory doesn't diminish with the passing of time. And this is something of great comfort to those of you who may have passed the shady side of, let's say, 60 and you're in the, uh, you've you've gone through the, uh, you've gone through the turbulent twenties and the, and the, uh, the uh, the tireless thirties and the forceful forties and the, and the, uh, whatever it is fifties and the sagging sixties and the, <laughs> some some wag has said the senile seventies. I'm mad about that because I'm in the seventies and I don't think I'm senile. The aching eighties and so on. All right, you've lived a while, 
and you know that the shine of things uh, sort of diminishes, even even in, in matters having to do with your own life and personality. But anything that is connected with the glory of God doesn't fade. Aren't you glad that's so? Dear friend of mine, a good many years ago, this is go back into the 40s, I guess, was uh, the victim of some kind of mischance uh, under surgery. And when he came out from the anesthetic, he was he was uh, greatly hindered in his mental processes, so much so that he became almost entirely dependent upon the care of others and didn't really communicate all that clearly, except when he quoted scripture or when he prayed. Then he was perfectly lucid and his face was just lit up with, with the glory of God, the, the glory that fadeth not away. Paul said, though our outward man perish, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. Dear brother, dear sister, dear friend, make sure that you've got the glory that doesn't fade because that's what will be real a million years from now. Dear Heavenly Father, today, may the glory of God shine through our lives. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.